0: This is WOMMLP operating up of Burlington, Vermont, 105.9 The Radiator. It's a rocket shop. I'm your host, Tom Proctor, and with me tonight is Kirsty Blow. How's it going?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm very well. Thank you for finally getting in. I know the last two times you've been getting <laughs> in, um, you've been thwarted by the weather. So uh, almost tonight as well, as I hear there is a storm on the way. So I'm glad you, glad you managed to get in this evening. Yeah,
1: I'm glad to. <laughs>
0: Uh, We always like to start off with uh, a little bit of a song, so would you like to introduce it and take it away?
1: Sure, Um, this is a song I wrote about this time last year called Cloudy.
2: I thought you'd be. You were what I thought it all. You were what I thought you'd be. That's why I took the fall. You were so soft and sweet, sweep me off my feet. Then I turn around, you run just like a thief. didn't feel my deepest emotions. You did it with soul and now I'm left to heal. So I try to fill my time, keep my head in line I seek distraction in all the wrong places I'm losing my mind And I see you dancing like you just don't notice The blood in my tracks, the knife in my back And I just keep dancing and find me another love to lift the fog While you're in the clear Oh, am I so cloudy when you're walking
0: i do by Kirsty Blow. Thank you so much. That was, that was lovely.
1: Thank you. <laughs>
2: um,
0: so I was just uh, I was having a little look at your, uh, your Facebook page before um, I came out tonight, and I noticed you are prolific when it comes to live performances, uh, usually playing once, twice, sometimes three times a month. Um, how does playing live shape and change your music?
1: Well, when I'm playing live, I'm always thinking about what covers I'm gonna play honestly because it's just more time to fill like just last weekend I was playing um, at Fenimore's pub in my hometown for four hours so you know wow, it's a lot of time gig. to fill <laughs> yeah that's,
0: uh, it's Grateful Dead-esque <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> that's flattering
1: but yeah um, so I'm, I'm always thinking about those covers and it really keeps me learning new songs and I think it inspires me to write a little bit differently too because of that all right
0: Um, And what what kind of mixture do you have in terms of the covers that you sing versus your own original uh, music?
1: Mm, Well, I have about 50 originals now, but I don't play those all the time. Um, And I know probably around 200 covers or so. And yeah, it just depends on the ratio, whatever venue I'm playing at.
0: (laughs) That's quite a discography you've got in your arsenal there. Um, What are some of the more far out or unusual... Uh, covers that you would sing that people may not expect from you.
1: Hmm. Uh, I recently learned "In the Aeroplane Over the Sea" by Neutral Milk Hotel. That one's kind of a random one. <laughs> I like it. Some Elliott Smith. I don't know. Those are ones I break out. You know, got to read the crowd for those ones.
0: <laughs> right, of course, of course. Um, and so you say, kind of, like these covers got influence your own songs. Um, you obviously got uh, uh, your own particular style. But what what local, national, and historical influences uh, do you draw from? Sorry, a bit of a three three part question on that one.
1: Local, national, and historical. Wow, um, that's such a hard question. Um, yeah, I I don't know. I think I, I tend to draw from historical. Like I'm, I'm, I guess my roots are in like older music, things I grew up on. So I was really influenced by the classics, you know, Stones, Dead, Beatles, all that. But um, I'm inspired by newer music too, definitely. Um, I really like Phoebe Bridgers, Lucy Dacus, that kind of thing. Um, yeah.
0: Oh, wonderful. Lucy Lucy's one from around here. Um, I'll just go back to the four-hour gig. How how does that start? Was it I can imagine they didn't initially book you for a four-hour gig, you kind of work your way up to a four-hour gig. So is this something regular that you play it in your, you said it was a local um, venue from where you grew up?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's my hometown in Glens Falls. Um, And that actually, the Queensbury Hotel in Fenmore's was one of the first places I played. I used to do open mics there and I just kind of kept playing there and that was when i was around like 15 or 16 it's been about five years since then so yeah so now i just fill more time and it's fun it's nice to play in a familiar environment
0: right um and so did you start playing live at 15
1: about yeah i think when i was 16 i started actually playing gigs more regularly but i picked up guitar when i was 15
0: um when did you start playing music just for yourself you know yeah, I, I imagine you didn't just pick up the guitar the next week that you were in a venue. When when did you start kind of dipping your toe into music?
1: Yeah, um, it actually was pretty pretty quick that I started playing. I, I was playing just open mics and things when I first started, and that was when I was about 15, but I don't know. It was kind of a a weird, quick transition. I decided I wanted to play guitar, and then it just seemed natural to want to play in public after. <laughs>
0: was there any any major... I don't know, uh, fear or worry when you first kind of came out onto on stage as such a young person, or did you kind of go organs blazing like a bull to a red flag?
1: No, absolutely. I was terrified. I was so anxious. I still get really anxious pretty much every time I play, but yeah, I my dad was a big inspiration and like push for me at that time. I think without his encouragement, I probably wouldn't have been so willing to go up on stage at that time.
0: Do you come from a musical family?
1: Kind of. Um, my my dad doesn't play any instruments or anything, but he loves music and loves to sing. And yeah, he definitely gave me the musical taste I have today.
0: Well, I'd love to hear another song. Um, what have you got in you?
1: Um, this next one I wrote in September and it's called Black Mood.
2: I'll go where I gotta go. I'll do what I gotta do to lose this black moon. I don't wanna cry no more. I'm done abusing this black moon. some things to stick around for. And I'm sure it could be better if I up and went to all my old troubles to a new God's land. But I'm always so ready to run away. I know maybe this time it's better to stay.
0: blow. Thanks. <laughs> Another lovely song that, um, well, I, I know the two, two titles so far, Cloudy and Black Mood, the, um, both written in, in rather dark times around here. How, how much does the weather and kind of like the, the geographical area that we, we live in affect the songs that you create?
1: Um, Yeah, it definitely impacts it. I think I'm a person that is really impacted by the weather and I'm just a lot happier when it's sunny and and yeah, cloudier when it's cloudy, I guess. Um, so yeah, although actually, cloudy was written when I was in Spain, so it doesn't really count. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah. Um, and
0: in terms of um, getting in the creative mood to write, how do you how do you kind of get yourself in that in that mindset? Hmm,
1: I don't know. I think usually when I write, it's because I had an idea and I was really like ready to go sit down and write. I I don't normally sit to write and have to like think about it and wonder. It's like inspiration strikes and I sit and start then.
0: Does that include like all hours of the night and morning or is it <laughs> kind of uh, more during waking hours?
1: Uh, usually during waking hours, but there are some exceptions. <laughs> yeah.
0: you ever just sat bolt upright in bed at two in the morning and desperately run over to the table to, to scribble any thoughts.
1: Oh, not often. I value sleep too much. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, and uh, in terms of what you do write, do you find yourself writing abstractly, literally? Where are you drawing uh, the narratives of the songs from?
1: Well, I definitely draw on my own life experiences, but I try to make it more abstract, more mm, relatable, or just interpretive, so anybody can kind of see their own meaning in it.
0: Yeah, and also, you know, people listening might not end up uh, thinking it's about themselves and uh, getting offended or
1: yeah, <laughs> of <the> <laughs> yeah, or exactly. Like
0: <laughs> um, so you, I mean, you said you've been to Spain. Uh, um have you have you traveled quite a lot as an artist as well
1: not a ton um i pretty much have just played gigs in the northeast um but yeah i definitely look forward to playing more hopefully this summer i'm going to be playing some more gigs in different places over in the country i'm going on a bit of a road trip it's still up in the air but yeah that's the plan
0: (laughs) tell me a bit more about that is it kind of a, a tour slash just a uh, road trip for pleasure?
1: or Yeah, it's on. definitely a big slash there. I think a lot of it will just be me having fun. Uh, my friend lives in California, so he's my end goal. I'll hang out with him there for a while. But yeah, um, I'm definitely hoping to schedule some some gigs along the way. Should be fun. Have
0: you got any particular cities that are like, key on the agenda to, to hit?
1: Mm, I've been really wanting to visit Portland, Oregon for a while, so that's on the agenda. Um, maybe Chicago, but I have other friends there. Yeah. It's it's definitely as much for pleasure as it is for for music. But yeah.
0: do you think you'd ever like hit the Nashville scene? You kind of got a little bit of that, obviously, the singer songwriter, but almost a little bit of that country twang.
1: Yeah, maybe maybe a little. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, and uh, so as as a solo artist, uh, do you ever kind of wish gravitate to kind of go over to a bit more of the band kind of style, or do you do you see yourself continuing on as a solo artist?
1: Um, I guess it just really depends on how things work out. I think w- in terms of writing, I'm very much a solo artist, but I also really love collaborating with people and playing with other people. So I think if I found the right people, I could be in a band. But yeah, writing has always been an individual thing for me. So it'd be hard to give up.
0: Yeah, right. And kind of re- release that kind of creative control. Right. What other pros do you see of, of being that solo artist? Obviously, you got that creative control, but you... It, 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 I know, do you do you find kind of a strength kind of going up onto the stage alone or?
1: Um, like yeah, I guess in some, I mean, yeah, a, a strength and also, you know, nervousness comes with it too, because it's not like there's anybody else that can share the mistakes. If mistakes are made, it's just me. But, um, but yeah, it's nice to know that I have control over everything. That is the biggest point for me. Um, I'm kind of a control freak in some ways, so <laughs> definitely carries into music as well.
0: Right um well if you've got well obviously you've got a big repertoire in you so i'd love to hear another if you've got if you'd like to
1: yeah no,
0: let's have it.
1: um this one i wrote pretty recently actually it's called dust <coughs>
2: So Thank mm-hmm. you.
0: By Kirsty Blow, and um, so I—I've uh, been—I'm going a little look on your uh, SoundCloud, and I see you know you got a, a few record, uh, a, f- a few tracks like put down a couple of years ago. With such a large repertoire, um, are you going to get into a studio and and get down a full album? Because I can imagine out of the fifty songs, you could probably get a few out of that.
1: Yeah, I mean, definitely of the fifty songs, there are a lot that I will never record, but. Um, Yeah, I'm in the process right now, I'm working on an EP, Um, hopefully will be released by the time I graduate in May. Um, And yeah, that's the first step. I'm just so backlogged right now that I need to release something and then after that, you know, work towards something a little bit bigger, maybe more like an album. But yeah, that's where I'm at right now.
0: And um, have you kind of got a title in mind or anything or a a kind of theme of the the EP at all? Or is it uh, just uh, some of your favorites?
1: Um, I've thought about it. It has been hard for me to string them together because they are kind of from different time periods, but I'm thinking about calling it Dust after that song. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just kind of like it.
0: Uh, Would you count this as your second EP? As I said, you, you kind of came out with something two years ago, I'm assuming self-titled.
1: Um, I don't really consider that an EP. I kind of have released a bunch of single tracks over the years. Um, but nothing really cohesive, and that's kind of what I'm really looking for right now. Something I can look at as a work of art and feel like it flows and, and be proud of it like that. Right.
0: Yeah. And um, you're graduating soon. You're a UVM, right? Right, yeah. Um, are you using the university resources before you graduate in order to get this donor, or are you, you, you recording this elsewhere?
1: Um, well, I have a friend, actually, who's helping me record. His name's Trip Gordon, and um, he's been great so far. And yeah, looking forward to working with him some more. He's a junior at UVM, so.
0: Cool. Are you going to bring anyone else in for the album, uh, kind of to, to, you know, to maybe add a drum track or, or something else into to the album to maybe fill out the sound a little bit? Or are you, is, is this going to be pure solo?
1: Um, I don't think it'll be pure solo. I have I have a lot of musician friends, so I would really like to have them collaborate if they're if they're into it. So yeah, we'll see. Yeah.
0: And, um well, you did say that you know you go back home and you play local venue uh, fairly often. Where do you consider any venue in Burlington kind of your local venue now?
1: Hmm. I've played a lot at Skinny Pancake and Radio Bean, and at those two places, I definitely feel at home at this point. been playing there for a while, and I just really love the atmosphere of both both places. so, yeah,
0: yeah absolutely. is it Is there anything particular about them that that kind of strikes you?
2: Mm,
1: Just welcoming. And I think they both really value music and put an emphasis on having live music there, which is always nice. It's different from being just like in the corner of a bar, which I've been like a lot of my life, a lot of the gigs I've played. So yeah, it's nice to have
0: that. Um, well, we've probably got about time for uh, one more song, but before you play your last one, do you want to plug away and tell everyone Facebook, SoundCloud and future upcoming gigs?
1: Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, pretty much you can find me on Facebook, SoundCloud you- and uh, YouTube, just under my name, Kirsty Blow. And I will be playing at Half Lounge next Friday, I believe, March 1st. So, yeah, check me out. <laughs> all
0: right. And uh, what song have you got uh, to finish
1: um i think i'm gonna finish with a song called hard drug that i also wrote in spain about this time last year yeah
2: Just let me to let it all go Just let me to watch it all flow out of my hands Just when I was trying to hold on Just when I was letting all the hope go to my head. Gotta keep me guessing. When the laughter fades to silence, are you still thinking of me? When the tide breaks, it pulls me under. Told you life's like treasure. Just to me
0: thank you so much for coming in it's been a real pleasure
1: thank you so much for having me
0: Uh, we have got um, we have got the fobs coming up just in a short second after the break Uh, once again thank you Kirsty for uh, for coming in and uh, we'll be right back